everybody. Welcome to another episode of Is That a Foul? I'm Connor Clifton, your host of the podcast that's for people who don't know anything about sports. And I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Cody Delegger. Hey, Connor. Hey, Cody. How's it going? I'm pretty good, man. Uh, just, you know, we're kind of in the uh, off-season of all my favorite uh, sports, except for baseball. And uh, maybe that's why that's going to be something we're talking about today. Baseball? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rootin' tootin', crack of the bat, crackers the jacks. Hit them all, that's baseball. That's right. You know my saying. <laughs> I just, yeah. Singles, you, doubles, he, too much foul balls. We're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. So we're talking about the rules of the game? Yeah. So part of the reason why I think you so, – so just for people, if you, this is your first listen, Connor wants to be a talking head on ESPN. That's right, baby. <laughs> for some <laughs> indescribable reason, that is his ultimate dream. I want to quit my job. <laughs> yeah. I want to hang out with the big leagues on ESPN. Yeah, he just wants a, he wants a, a quick you know little segment or hell give him his own show at five thirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How over Bill Simmons? Most <laughs> he left ESPN a long time ago. Great. <laughs> Sounds like they have free real estate. <laughs> give me a fun. How so? Most NBA or most uh, you know sports shows are very early in the morning. Um, how early would you be willing to get up to do a sports show? Is it how early or how late would I be willing to stay up? Oh, God. I would, you I would, night be, owl. I would be willing to stay up until 7 a.m. So you'd be willing to wake up every day around 8 p.m.? <laughs> no, up. I just stay. Oh. Because hmm. <laughs> you do it Wait, every day. Would I have to be up from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m.? No, I was saying that you would have to, like, you do, like, a stand-up comedian life. You wake up, like, late in the day, go to your gig, and then sleep during the day. Oh, Yeah. I don't want to do that. Alright, <laughs> 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 I, I I'd wake up early. I'd wake up at like five. Skip Bayless, who's awful, but he like works out every morning at like three in the morning. Ugh, he wakes up at three and goes to work at five. Ugh. <laughs> so what does he do? He's uh, on FS1. He's on a show called Undisputed with Shannon Sharp, former Denver Bronco oh, tight end. Okay. Yeah. What's the gimmick of his show? It's a debate. Uh, sports show. Do all these different sports shows have different gimmicks, or are they all just like? Is it like the news? Where it's I can't wait. Much to, I can't wait to. So there are some that are just the news, but like those shows, like that and First Take, are kind of the biggest of the. And like part of the interruption was like an older one that's still going, but like nobody cares. You, you mentioned one around the horn. Around the horn, baby. That one I, I kind of want to get into. It yeah, I, I like around the horn. It's fine. It's just four, it's like five people, and like they get points for good, you know, stuff, and like. Um, yeah. I want to get. I want to be on that show first. Is that on ESPN? Uh, yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> I really want to be on that show. I think that'd be fun. Let's get Connor on around the horn. If I win, around <laughs> I the horn, don't know how you can get to the point where you win. You say they get points. Yes. Maybe I'll study up. Okay. What? Uh, <laughs> you don't think I could win? You're going against journalists who have done it for twenty years. So. <laughs> Who have known what sports was longer than you have? So what? <laughs> that doesn't. That's that's just gatekeeping. That's keeping people out <laughs> that could potentially have a fresh set of eyes. Sure. That can look at an issue and offer a perspective they never even thought of before. Okay. And I'm gonna <laughs> be that one. I'm gonna be the guy. No one's trying to keep you in the gate. Okay. Or use the gate. I, I don't think you're a gatekeeper. You're Thank definitely. I'm <laughs> This whole podcast is me opening the gate as wide as I can. Yeah, you are lifting me up. Yeah. You're the wind beneath my wing. <laughs> Over the gate. <laughs> Connor, we're talking about MLB rule. 
Nationals, which is Major League Baseball of America, okay. and we are going to uh, kind of, and I guess Canada in one in one instance. Cool. Uh, and we are just kind of you know kind of shoot the shit about wh- uh, what all this makes. Part of the reason why we wanted to start this podcast was you don't fundamentally understand most sporting events. I don't. Like you don't know what's going on. No. So this episode and our next episode, which is going to be stats are yep. going to kind of show you how to watch we're and what to look for. We're going to do rules and stats of baseball, yes. a sport that I feel like I know the most about. Okay. It's not like against everyone. Yes. Just in the grand scheme of things, baseball is what I know the <laughs> most about. <laughs> like, I know the most about baseball. I would just love it that the anyone. guy who thinks he knows the most about baseball of anyone <laughs> is just listening to this and goes, oh, show him. <laughs> it's like fucking 300. Yeah, his, his head's just huge. He's got a gigantic brain. It's huge. It's, it's huge. It's huge, pale, and stitched. <laughs> it's Mr. Matt. <laughs> it's Mr. Matt. Dude, I wonder how much Mr. Matt knows. <laughs> Is it as much as Mrs. Matt? Uh, I, probably, I guess. Is there a Mrs. Matt? Yeah, there's a Mrs. Matt. Oh. Yeah. Dude, she, can, I, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, what's up? She's fucking hot, dude. Oh. You know what she looks like? Okay, picture Mr. Matt. Okay. Now slap a bow on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically like Mrs. Pac-Man. Yes, exactly. I wonder if they double date. <laughs> Probably. And, the, and I wonder if Mr. And they Matt's like. Talk and talk and yeah, talk. I wonder if Mr. Matt's ever like, dude, I'm really jealous about how wide you can open your mouth. <laughs> we can't do that for shit. <laughs> Huge heads. Small mouth. Yeah. In comparison. Well, Connor, before we get into the MLB rules, uh, I set you up this week with some homework. And I got to ask, yeah. Connor, did you do your homework? I did do my homework. In fact, I was I was concerned I would have to be a teacher's pet and be like, teacher, teacher, you <laughs> have to take up my homework. Connor, I asked you to take a look at the um, incident in the uh, early to mid-2000s, I believe it was 2003, mm-hmm. in which uh, you know it was a playoff game at Wrigley Field, and a certain Cub fan made a little bit of a snafu that ended up changing his life forever, and that man's name was Steve Bartman. Yeah, Steve Bartman. Uh, okay, so... so yeah, tell me what happened with Steve. So, this is the eighth inning of a playoff game yes. between... The, it was the NLCS, the, so okay. that's the right before the World Series. Okay, all right. So, this would have uh, put him into the finals, then. But it would have put him in the World Series. Well, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. Um, so, this was the Chicago Cubs. Yes. Uh, and the... Florida Mariners or Marlins? Marlins, yes. Oh, that's the Mariners are Seattle, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Is there a certain city that the Marlins play for, or just Florida? Oh, uh, they are Miami. They are now the Miami Marlins. Good for them. <laughs> Back then, they were just the Florida Marlins. Okay. Like the Texas Rangers. Mm, okay. Which, okay. You know, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Yeah. So you know what? I, one of my ultimate goals is I want by the end of this for you to have teams you hate. <laughs> Like you don't hate a single sports team right now, do you? Uh, um, I feel like I like. Do you hate the Yankees? The Yankees? Yeah. Um, that's already a no. Uh, if you have to think about it, you don't hate them. I, 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 I think I definitely don't like the St. Louis Cardinals. I hate the Cardinals because we got beat out by them all the time, and they cheated and they yeah. spied on us. Uh, but like that's so long ago. I think it's water under the bridge no, at this point life. for me. <laughs> uh, I definitely don't like the Patriots. Yeah, sure. Because I go. see them in all the time, yeah. even though they cheat. Yeah. Uh, I think they're too powerful. 
And it also makes me like so bored. Like, oh boy, another Patriots. Super yeah, Bowl. totally understandable. A lot of people hate him for that reason. Um, Cheaters and um, don't want to see him anymore. And I don't know. Well, here's the question: Would you hate Steve Bartman? Okay, so I would not. So Steve Bartman, what would he do? What happened was in the eighth inning, yeah, of this game, yeah, um, a former Houston Astros player, Moises Alou, yes, uh, I love Moises. He was playing for Chicago, yeah, and he was running back. He was gonna catch this ball to a foul hit. ball that was going into the stands, but barely, yeah, not even. And he jumped up to catch it, and Steve Bartman mm-hmm. caught it. Yeah. Steve Bartman was a fan. He didn't even catch it. He just put his hands out and bobbled it. Okay. And as he bobbled it, Moises Alou had a perfect angle to catch it, but Steve Bartman got in the way, fumbled the ball, and after that, the Cubs collapsed. That would have been the final out in the inning. The Cubs let off runs in that inning, if I remember correctly, and yeah, everything they, went they, to Yeah, they lost big time. Yeah, everything went to shit. Um, now, something that was very interesting about that, Steve Bartman was the only one who touched it yes. when a bunch of Chicago fans all were went going for it. For it. Yes. Uh, it could have been any one of them. So right after it happens, Fox News, Fox Broadcasting keeps cutting to Bartman. Who looks miserable. And everyone's pointing at him, calling him an asshole. And like they're all standing up because it's a playoff Chicago Cubs game and he's the only one sitting. So it's very obvious who he is. He's wearing a very iconic getup. He's with the they're all you know, chanting Cubs asshole. hat and the green little uh, you and know. headphones. Yeah, the, he- the big black headphones. Yeah. And everyone's chanting or asshole. earmuffs. They were. I think. Uh, so it's live tele- live television. Everyone's yelling. Yep. Uh, security has to escort him out. By yep. the end of the night. He's been doxxed. Yeah, his name completely. and address have been released on death threats forum. by the planet. People death coming to his threats. house. Uh, for the he was a he was a little league coach too for his son. Oof. Yeah, he <laughs> loved big Cubs fan. I would have loved, and all my research, I did not know this, and I would have loved to see him like show up for the next game, <laughs> like, "Hey, parents." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, Steve. what's up, Stevie? <laughs> yeah, the whole city began to hate this guy. Yeah, uh, the governor of Florida at the time, Jeb, yeah, old Jeb, Jeb Bush, Bush. Uh, took some time away to. What was that sound? That was the sound of Steve Bartman just getting into a death threat. Yeah, Jeb Bush sent him a gift, which Jeb declined. And any any gift that Florida sent him. He sent to uh, uh, Diabetes and Alzheimer's Foundation. He did not want to gain any more fame from this. He did not want – he turned down so many endorsement deals and commercial offers. No, yeah. He didn't take a single interview because it would have made him some money in what he thought was his biggest – like, he never went – for his credit, he, by all accounts, which, you know, there was never an official interview or report with him. They even made a documentary on him for ESPN, and they never got to talk to him because he didn't want to talk to anybody. But apparently, from everybody's account, he was never like, you know, I didn't even do anything. He was always like, that was a giant mistake I made. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Now, Moises Alou has said both, oh, I never would have caught that thing anyway. And then, I don't remember saying that. I, I definitely had it. Yeah. And At the time, too, that w- I think he was part of the fire because when it happened, he was so irate at him in the moment, if you remember. He was, like, looking at him and, like, pointing at him and, like, like what the fuck? You know what I mean? And, like... Yeah, Moises definitely did not help. Yeah, the whole city pretty much put a target on this guy. Yeah, for years until, especially when they started getting better, and then they won 
in uh, 2016, um, they were like, suddenly everybody was like, hey, we forgive you. We love you again, Steve. Yeah, and they, and gave, they, like, him invited a, they gave him a ring. They gave him a World Series ring. Yeah. Now, invited it, him to the parade and everything. It's funny that you say that, like, we forgive you. Exactly. He doesn't need your fucking forgiveness. Y'all need his. You made his life a living hell. Over a game. Over one game. Also. Which, the, it, it wasn't like he missed and then the game was over. No. You had another inning that you fucked up and you want to put it all on this one guy. Yeah. Because no, it's easier. They fucked up that inning. Like, they literally, and, like, apparently they're like, after that happened, all the mojo was gone and we just couldn't get it. Dude, fuck, fuck you. y'all. Get yeah. your stuff together and fucking close out a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. It, 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 it can't come down to one thing like that. No. Not when there's still more stuff going on in the game. I can understand if, like, uh, that's kind of early on in the game and that happened and then Moises uh, ended up getting injured because of that. Yes, and that's different. Like, oh, crap. But even, like, with something like that, that's a mental error. So, like, J.R. Smith recently, he did, like, a terrible, stupid thing. God, where see, it, when I get on Around the Horn, we just got to make sure we're talking about the Bartman incident. <laughs> see, but that's the thing is we were going to pull out anecdotes. <laughs> Anyways, J.R. Smith didn't call uh, – he, he uh, didn't put uh, – he, like, dribbled out because he thought that they had the lead when they got a rebound. And he didn't call a timeout. Okay. And the Cavs got uh, – they tied, and they went to overtime, and they lost. And everybody's like, man, J.R. Smith lost this game. Maybe play good in overtime. Maybe don't get to the point where you're only up, you know, where you're tied. That's my thing is that, like – if you're going to do it that way, point to every shot missed in the game and say, if that one went in, we don't, you know, or we're not in this issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything's so situational that, like, you can't point to any one thing, really, except for, like, a crucial injury or something big like that where you're missing a player for an entire series. Yeah. Like, that's huge. So, Steve Bartman, if you're listening, when we know you are. Just what do you want? You know. Connor, I want, yeah, I want, Connor, what would you like to say to Steve? Addre- address him by name. Uh, Steve, I just want to say I'm sorry. Uh, that the city of Chicago that you love deeply, passionately, yeah. that you never moved away from, even after people publicly revealed your address, even after you changed your phone number, your family changed their phone number, after your name was dragged through the mud and your reputation was tarnished, sullied. <laughs> Sorry. Come hang out. And we forgive you. Yes, true. <laughs> you can make it up to us by buying us some pizza. Or yeah, Stevie, hang <laughs> out with us. Is that your second wish? <laughs> you want to be on Around the Horn? With Steve Martin. Can we officially call it now that you don't want to be on ESPN? You want to be on Around the Horn? I still want to be on ESPN. Just, you know, I think. Just generally. Just generally. But your ultimate goal is Around the Horn. That's what I've been daydreaming about lately <laughs> when I'm stuck in traffic. Would you like to present an ESPY? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What if you have to present it to like Kobe or someone that you have a fundamental flaw with? Would you do it? Ooh. They say Connor. So Connor like like doesn't like the whole Kobe rape thing, which nobody should. Yeah. <laughs> but Con- Con- they say, Connor, you're going to present at the ESPYs and you're going to give Kobe Bryant a Lifetime Achievement Award. Would you do it? <laughs> Come on. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So if I did do it. If I did it. If I did it. OJ, baby. If I did it. Follow him on Twitter. I would I would say, like, I, I would throw him under the bus. As he comes up to accept the award, wow. I, would, I would bring it up. Wow. What do I have to lose? Any future ESPN appearance. Yeah, but <laughs> if I get on ESPN once, we can officially stop doing this. Actually, you'd probably be interviewed a million more times on ESPN. And I would take every but interview. only for that. I would take, I would do it. I am not as honorable <laughs> as Bartman. 
my favorite thing was they would have to introduce, <laughs> they would have to announce you and introduce you as controversial sports figure Connor Clifton. Hell yeah! <laughs> you know, yay! <laughs> my Wikipedia page, <laughs> Sports SJW Connor Clifton. <laughs> he also does radio or something. I yeah, it is some of the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, how are we gonna get on there though, buddy? If you don't know these dang rules. I don't know. Probably talk about some other thing. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> We're going to get to the rules. Okay? Oh, okay. Connor, it's time for Cody's Sports Spiel. Let's do it. <laughs> Baseball. America's, the rules. America's pastime. Peanuts. Popcorn. Cracker Jack. Watching crackers get jacked. <laughs> for over a century, baseball has chugged on through highs and lows and numerous scandals. But just how do you play the dang thing? That's the type of question that you, Connor, an idiot, might ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a shit ton of rules, so let's just jump in. Um, I'm just going to give you the ground basics right now, and then I want to kind of walk you through some scenarios, and then I just want to kind of have a free-form conversation about what you don't understand. Okay. I want to get really get to the root of this. Like you're watching a game, and you go, huh, what's that? All I want right. to be there to help you out. And if there's anything I also don't understand, or I've always just kind of watched and like, just kind of neglected in my mind. It's like, oh, that's a baseball thing. <laughs> Maybe we can look it up together. All right. I do want to say to anyone listening, um, don't come at Cody on Twitter or anything uh, over this kind of stuff. This is the first time we've done a rule episode. Yeah. If he messes up, leave it to me <laughs> to shit all over him. I think our, I think our Just th- let me know that he I, fucked up. I, I think our big thing in – our podcast where like I am the so-called sports expert, even though I'm not an expert, I'm just a fan. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing that we have to say as a blanket statement is do not come for me. Come for Connor. Yeah. At all. At all. <laughs> I'm not going to care. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when people make fun of me for not seeing like art film, like who cares? Yeah, I don't like art. <laughs> yeah. well, why don't I watch a film about it? <laughs> oh, Willem Dafoe playing Vincent Van Gogh. Dafoe go <laughs> away. Fuck off. <laughs> Baseball is played between two teams <laughs> with nine players in the field from the team that is not batting at that point versus one batter and anyone else already on base. On a baseball field, the game is under the authority of usually four imp- umpires in major league games, up to six, and as few as one may officiate, depending on the league and the importance of said game. There are three bases. <laughs> they are numbered counterclockwise. <laughs> First, Second, (laughs) and that pesky third. (laughs) With home plate, the fourth base, they form a square with sides of 90 feet to each base. They call it the diamond, baby. The playing field is divided into three main sections. First off, the infield. Contains the four bases, is for the general defensive purposes, bounded by the foul lines and within the grass line. Okay, so it has dirt. On the base paths, mm-hmm. and any time that uh, there's grass and not dirt, you're in the outfield, baby. <laughs> outfield is the grass area <laughs> beyond the infield, oh. uh, between <laughs> the foul lines and bounded by a wall <laughs> or a fence. <laughs> foul territory is the entire area outside of the foul lines on the left and right side, connected, um, kind of usually outlined by the base path um, from first to home and third base to home. And I believe Clint Bartman was sitting between uh, first and second in the outfield. Steve Bart. Uh, what did I call him? Clint. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Bartman was on the left field. Oh, I'm thinking of Clint Barton. I'm the <laughs> Avenger. Yeah. Steve Barton was on the left field side, which is third base in the home plate. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
So the, the two bases you did not say. Wow. So, you so could I was wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the most inaccurate statement of the whole episode. Yeah, so easily. Okay. <laughs> The MLB uses nine <laughs> regular <laughs> innings as well as as many extra innings as possible to determine a winner. There are no ties, as the various members of Blackstreet might say, or Anna, Anna Kendrick in those shit tier acapella movies. Play on, play it. I like the way you work it. No diggity. <laughs> play on, play it. Okay. <laughs> These rap references need to go. <laughs> <laughs> Connor. You are now an MLB batter. Congratulations. Thanks. Are you lefty, righty, or switch? Uh, switch. Wow. Very nice. You, the batter, goes against the pitcher in an age-old battle. The batter must get the ball hit into the fair territory without anyone catching the ball with only three called strikes, which are pitches in the strike zone that you do not hit or that you do hit but go into the foul territory, uh, at your disposal. Wait, uh, hang on. To yes. clarify, yes. Uh, it's not that you don't hit. It's that you swing and you miss. Yes. No. If they throw it in the strike zone. That's true. And you don't do anything for three straight strike zone pitches, you are out. Because there are pitches that you cannot hit, but you're fine. Yes, those are balls. Balls. <laughs> yes. Not to be confused. With what <laughs> oh, we're thrown. going this far back. Okay, <laughs> I'm so excited now. Yes, okay, balls and strikes. Um, uh, you also have four balls. <laughs> Wait, so a Between pitcher you throws four balls at you at a time? No. And you have to hit one of them Connor. to get to the base? <laughs> if, a, if a ball thrown is outside the strike zone, it is called a ball because Sports 8 says. Um, and you get four of those, then you can – uh, take your base. You um, can just take it home with you? <laughs> like, you go, go up and grab oh, it. Oh, we're doing this the whole damn time, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's say the pitcher throws four balls outside the strike zone and you don't swing at him. Congrats. You're going to first base. <laughs> nice. But let's say he's a real ace. You got to make some contact. And I ain't talking Jody Foster. More, <laughs> more like Steve Foster, former Reds reliever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You made contact. And no one caught it. You are only safe on the bases, baby. You got to be touching a base at all times or else anyone can tag you with the ball and you're out. You uh, also cannot go backwards once you've touched a base. You can go, if you're still on the base pass, you can go back and forth as much as you want. What's called like a pickle or a rundown where like if you're heading to second base and the guy throws the ball to second base, you go, oh, crap. <laughs> you can go back to first base. Um, okay. But if you've already touched second base and you're going to third, uh, and for some reason you want to go back to first, <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> All right. What if you're like really, really big? Um, and you just like <laughs> threaten everyone. Go on. Like, hey. Yeah, they're like, hey, you can't do that. You're like, try me. And you just flex and you're so I think strong. there is a rule that says bully rule, which is if any of the rules <laughs> get questioned by a bully, <laughs> they're totally allowed to be broken right. <laughs> under fear of getting walloped. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, stay on that base and you're fine. But are you feeling greedy? <laughs> when the pitcher's dumbass ain't watching, steal a base. Run quickly to the next base up and stay there. You can do this all the way home. <laughs> Wait, you can steal home? Yeah. Whoa. Can it's you steal first? No. <laughs> well, okay. Oh. Let's, let's get into this. If this is a rule you probably don't know. If you are, let's say the count is 0 and 2, right? So if, to understand a baseball count, um, the first number dash second number. First number is the amount of balls. Second number is the amount of uh, strikes. Uh, strikes. So let's say that the count is two and two, two balls and two strikes. Let's say 
that they throw a strike and you swing at it, but the catcher doesn't catch the strike. He bobbles it and it falls to the ground. You can run to first base, oh. and if he doesn't get the ball there in time, you're safe. So that would technically be what stealing first would be. But you can't just be in the middle of your <laughs> at bat and then just like he's like the pitcher just like scratches his ass or something. You just start taking <laughs> off to first. <laughs> what the? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Is there a Harlem Globetrotters for baseball? No, but that'd be cool. <laughs> I've got some ideas. <laughs> um, Connor, let's say you're the pitcher, okay? Okay. You are up there. You have as many pitches as it takes to get each of the, uh, you know, uh, potential infinity batters, but starting off with three, uh, out for your side. Okay. Okay? So, uh, you have a amount of legal pitches that you can throw. Um, there are some pitches that are illegal. Um, based on different so like uh, spitballs used to be a thing. Can't do a spitball anymore. Can't spit on the ball. Okay. And uh, use that. Uh, there's also tons of pine tar issues that people have, where a pitcher will like store some pine tar either in their glove or like on their uh, uh, arm or something, and that kind of gets a better grip on the ball, makes it a little bit uh, easier to throw and stuff. Mm. And they'll like uh, you know just like start rubbing their arm for a second and grab the ball and throw it. Gotcha. And, uh, can't do that. Um, you throw. If they hit it, you're good. You're not good. If you if they don't hit it, you're great. And you might go for a perfect game. Mm. Do you know what a perfect game is? It's where uh, nobody gets a hit. That's a no-hitter. Oh. A perfect game is... No one gets a hit, and your team doesn't make an error. Ooh, okay. Wait, errors. Is that a foul? Yeah! <laughs> we did it! Guys, we've loved having you here. <laughs> We're going home, baby. Um, uh, a error is if the ball gets hit to third base. It's kind of the only thing in sports like this. If the ball gets hit to third base and it's an easy play and the third baseman just muffs it, it just totally like fucks up and can't get it to first, it'll be called an error. That way the pitcher doesn't assume, like, because technically that's a hit. But, you know, back in the day, they were like, well, that looks bad on the pitcher, even though the pitcher didn't do anything wrong. So instead, it's an error that's given to the team. Okay, so the third baseman, let's say he's, like, looking at his phone. <laughs> he hears a crack and a whiff, and he looks up, sees someone running, looks behind him, sees the ball right next to his feet, goes to pick it up, falls, his shoelaces are untied. <laughs> yeah. He stumbles. He mm -hmm. finally grabs the ball. He tries to throw it. It, it just, like, whiffs right out of his hand and yeah. hits his feet again. Yeah. He gets up. <laughs> he grabs the ball. He throws it to first, but the guy's already at second. Yeah. And he overthrows the throw at first, so suddenly it's <laughs> it's rolling around behind the first base guy. He's running to third. He kisses the guy <laughs> on the way to third. <laughs> he picks him up and carries him to home. Yeah. <laughs> that You're my wife now. We're married. <laughs> that would be an error. Okay. <laughs> and a felony in three states. <laughs> Connor, that's pretty much it. So I've told you some rules, but you know what else rules? Friendship. Maybe with any questions you need. Okay. <laughs> well, I, uh, before we get into my official questions, I do have some more questions about errors. Yeah. Is that the only error that can occur? No, if the ball is going up and you're supposed to catch it and you run underneath it and, like, the sun gets in your eyes or, like, you kind of, like, stumble over and you don't catch it, that's an error. If you uh, <laughs> if your throw to first goes <laughs> over the first baseman, that's an error. Anything you do that's, like, a routine thing that you don't do right will be an error. So errors just aren't counted against me? Errors are counted against you, not the pitcher. You, the pitcher, you're fine. But oh. it also makes it so that you can't get a perfect game. Ah, so See, you can still... That's why we've talked about this before. Um, 
MLB is so dependent on one another. You can't really be a star in the league without every. Because like, let's say that you're like a great like second baseman. You know what I mean? If you know you d get a hit and you get on the second base, cool. If that guy behind you isn't good, you don't get a run. So then you look bad. You know what I mean? If you're a pitcher and you're the best pitcher in the world, great. You're gonna get some people that hit your, you know, get get a hit. And if you don't have good fielders that can make the good play and like chase down balls and get shit like done for you, like you probably won't get any like perfect games. You might get a no hitter, but not perfect game. Or not, you probably won't even get a no hitter, because if your guy like isn't paying attention, some guy another hit. <laughs> All right. Uh, other question. What are K's? Those are strikeouts. Okay. Yeah. So if I and you you get a K if you strike out one person. Yep, one K. That's just that's just the stat. Instead okay. of calling it the S's because S's are saves. Oh, what are saves? Saves are very interesting. Saves are so there's different types of pitchers, right? There's kind of three. Well, there's there's kind of like four technically. So there's like starting pitchers, which are the guys that start. So I think like yeah. Justin Verlander, right, is a starting pitcher. Yeah, right? for the Astros. Yes, he'll come in and he'll play. And if he does really well, he'll probably do like seven, six innings usually. Um, if he's doing really well, if he's doing bad, he could do, as you know, they'll take out a starting pitcher in the first inning if he gives up like eight runs, you know what I mean? So there's that. Then there's kind of their, your mid-relief pitcher yeah. who's going to come in kind of like, he'll, he'll be the guy that comes in if the guy messes up really early, you know what I mean? He'll try to get you through. He'll If the guy's doing pretty well but like not that great, maybe he'll come in like the fourth, fifth inning, um, six or seven. He's just kind of the backup. Then there's what's called like a setup pitcher, which is going to like get you close to the end, but not all the way there. So it's kind of like the third leg of the rally. You know what I mean? And then there's a closer. And the closer is going to usually pitch one or two innings only. And he's going to like just be rested and ready to go and just get the job done. He's the Beetle Bailey of the baseball team. Yeah, exactly. He'll just, he'll just carry you through. A save is when you come in as a closer. You're the last person to pitch. Okay. Your team is up by... No more than three runs, right? So let's say it's a three to two game. I come in. I haven't played all game, and I'm coming in at the bottom of the ninth, and I'm pitching. If I get the whole side out, I get a save. Oh. And if I don't, it's called a blown save. A blown save? BS, baby. So you blew the save? <laughs> I blew the save. You blew it. You blew it. Okay. Okay. All right. Are there any other terminologies that we're not getting to? Thousands. Oh, and it's already time for my question. Uh, I mean, there's no limit. That's kind of why we need a additional stats episode. Because ah. you're the two things you just asked about are stats. You know what I mean? Okay. Those aren't necessarily rules of the game. Are are stats going to help me be able to determine who that a good will player? help you even more? Because I feel like you understand the you know basis of like this is a home run, this is a you know a double. Oh, a ground rule double is something that you might not know. Um, if somebody hits the ball and it bounces in the infield and then goes out, so let's say it, it's like it's, it's like you know, big arc hits the field and then goes out into, into the foul line. Uh, no, uh, out into the um, uh, home run, like where a home run would be out into the like you know, in fair play, but out in the field. Oh, okay. That's a ground rule double. So two bases. Automatically. Yeah, the guy who and he can't go any farther. Okay. You know what I mean. So another thing is, is that you might not know what a foul is necessarily. If I hit the ball and it goes straight foul, that's easy to see. But what if I hit the ball, it goes in the infield, it skips into the infield, and then goes out? Yeah, okay. Great. So the determination of those is the first and third base. All right. So if my ball stays in the infield past third base and then goes foul, I'm good. Okay. If it dips out before either of those bases, it's a foul ball. 
What's now, that up? What's the area that it's called when the ball the ball will go into this area and I don't know what it's called, but when it goes into that area everyone gets free french fries. <laughs> what's that? You know, like the stadium will be like, free French fries. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the correct term. Well, fuck me. <laughs> What's the point of asking all these the questions? Crawford boxes. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. Great. I thought you were a sports expert. <laughs> I don't know what, what fantasy stadium you may have for free French fries. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Which, there's never been a promotion, at the, at least at Minute Maid or Enron or even the Astrodome, I don't think. I know at Minute Maid, they got the, 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 the Chick-fil-A thing. There's like a thing, and if you if the but is it fr- I know there's things like that, but is it French fries? <laughs> I bet you get French fries. Chick-fil-A has waffled fries, sir. <laughs> Stop defending Chick-fil-A, man. <laughs> you always do this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> any more? Any more? Just general rules questions? Anything else you just don't understand when you're watching a game? Uh, not general rules. I think yeah. we can get into my uh, Connor's keys. Let's go to Connor's keys. All right. Question one: When was the last time a rule of baseball was made, and what was it? So, uh, there's rules coming out uh, for the 2020 season, the season after this. Ooh. That are like some of them are kind of, um, uh, not necessarily a crazy thing you know what i mean like they're not like necessarily like huge and like dumb like there's just like there's gonna be a couple more people per thing uh you know per team they might like a couple more people uh which is kind of big but like you know not earth shattering um home run derby winners will get some more money there's okay. things like that they're that not like uh there's like now they used to have like a trade wa- waiver deadline which is like an extended trade deadline now there's like more of a hard trade deadline like there's little things i think the biggest one is now if you come in for mid-relief, like as a pitcher, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, the new rule is you must face a minimum of three batters or reach the end of your half inning. See, I – ah, man, I would, did not expect this to come up because I did want to talk about this 538 article that was about this. Cool. And about uh, the stats that go into switching out your pitchers very yeah. frequently. Yeah. Um, and are you doing it too frequently? Mm-hmm. Uh, Baseball's biggest thing that it's trying to move towards the most right now how is how do we get more hits in the game and how do we get it shorter? Okay. So another one of these changes is that, like, they've shortened down the switching time between innings and half innings, right? So, like, you better get the fuck out there and get ready to play quicker. Like, it's like two minutes now. It needs to be like two minutes, two and a half minutes. You know what I mean? They're just trying to get play time down, audience interest up, and they want less games that are one to zero. You know what I mean? Okay. So, by leaving out pitchers and making them play an extra couple of batters, you're probably going to get more hits, right? So, it's kind of increasing that. Also, like, there's there's por- points in games where, like, there's, like, loaded bases. This pitcher's sucking. You just got, like, two guys on. And, like, everybody's like, oh, shit, what's going to happen here? And then suddenly the manager comes out. He does a mound visit. They also decrease the amount of mound visits by one. So you can only do a few mound visits. Uh, you, can, you do one mound visit less, which is when the manager comes out to talk to the pitcher. Um, and, like, can, like, strategize and stuff on the, on the mound. Um, and, like, the catcher and the infielders can all join. They can just talk as a team for a second. Um the manager, so like everybody's hyped and the you know the batter's coming up, and then suddenly the 
manager comes out, does a mound visit, and pulls the guy. And then the bullpen guy comes out, and he has to run from right field all the way to the mound. He has to do his warm-up pitches, and um, he gets, like, a set number. Okay, so it, it just, like, pulls just, the rug out. Yeah, and everybody's like, oh. And then, like, suddenly we're back in that situation, but it's, like, a fresh pitcher who's going to, like, fucking, you know, ace the guy. And, like, gotcha. everybody's like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man. that's the big – those are the big changes coming out recently. I think they're good for the game, though. I think especially, like – it is not America's pastime and hasn't been for the last 30 years. You know what I mean? Football mm-hmm. took it by far, and basketball is already you know, surpassing it too. Baseball is not watched as much, and I feel like it's because – I told you this before we started the podcast. The most exciting moments in baseball are maybe the most – like they, they rank up there with the most exciting moments in any sport ever. But the least exciting moments in baseball of the three major sports are – the least exciting moments of all of them by far, I would say. A bad baseball game, especially going to it. If you're at yeah. a bad basketball game, it's still basketball. You know what I mean? There's still, like, that kind of energy and, like, people are running. and like You know what I mean? Like, there's stuff going on. But a bad baseball game is torture. There's nothing happening. Yeah. And, like, it's either bad because, like, just your team is just sucking or, like, nothing's happening. And even then, if nothing's happening in ba- baseball, it's usually because the pitcher's really good, which can be interesting to watch. Or it could be just a bunch of batters taking bad, you know, at bats, just whiffing on stuff, or just you know, getting uh, you know, getting behind in the count. If I say behind in the count, it means that my strikes are more than my balls. You know what I mean? Or if I'm ahead, and if I'm ahead in the count, my balls are more than my strikes. So it's like two to zero, you know, two and zero. I'm like, oh, cool. I can like watch a couple of pitches go by. Okay. And you've been smirking this whole time because I've said my balls. <laughs> That's not what I was <laughs> smirking about. Uh-uh. I was thinking of a funny joke uh, we talked about before the show. Um, you had to be there. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> balls. Um, next question is: uh, Baseball is huge in Japan. True. But do they play America style? Are the rules the same in every country? Absolutely not. Um, Japanese baseball is very different. Um, I mean, not very. They they have uh, you know um, the general. If you watch a baseball game in Japan, you're not going to go, "What the hell is this?" You're going <laughs> to go, "Oh, this is baseball." Um, but there's a couple of things that might happen where you go, "Oh, okay." So um, it's called the Nippon Professional League. It might be you know pronounced a little bit different there, but it's N I P P O N Professional League. Nippon. Nippon. Um, and they um, are you know so basically. The ones that would make the most sense to you um, in terms of stuff. So they have a smaller baseball. There's a smaller ball. They have a uh, smaller strike zone as well. Um, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about strike zones uh, in uh, like later. But strike zone is basically the area which is considered a strike. And I think that's actually what we're going to talk about the most in this episode because I have a lot to say about it. <laughs> and the rules of it have changed all the time. Oh, wow. Because okay. it's such a – abstract concept you know what i mean because it changes with every batter because it's based on their body but in japan they have stricter guidelines for what it is right uh it's limited to 12 innings um so you can't have these 16 inning games they will they will end in ties they will straight up end in a tie oh yeah um (laughs) however like we've got other things to do yeah well they also will not start an inning after three hours and 30 minutes from the first pitch. So even if it's not to 12 innings yet, if it's the 10th inning and they're about to start the 11th and it's been three and a half hours, they go, we're done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good game. It's a tie. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, they're just like, sorry. <laughs> You're done. Um, 
Uh, yeah. Um, you can have this is a big one too. You can have no more than four foreign-born players in a, in the Japanese leagues. So they all have to be Japanese citizens. Yeah, Japanese-born. Japanese-born. Hmm. That I think that's to prevent a bunch of either washed-up or you know kind of minor league baseball players that are like really good but just haven't made the MLB yet from going over and taking over the Japan League, okay. which is kind of what happens a little bit in the. Um, uh, Chinese basketball league, where like the best players are usually former NBA players that go over there and just kill everybody. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Like Stefan Mar- Marbury was like a good NBA player, and he's like the god of Chinese basketball. They have All statues right. of him and shit. Okay. <laughs> they have uh, a musical they made about him. I w- I, I I'm gonna preface this question by saying definitively, I'm pro immigration. Oh I yeah. think immigrants do a lot of economic good for this country, and it's what our nation was founded on. But did the uh, uh, the influx of Cuban players affect the American Baseball League the way that uh, the Chinese Basketball League went? Um, obviously, they were integrated in later than even Japanese. Ba- like Japanese baseball was integrated before, so they would have players of all ethnicities in beforehand. Oh no! Someone did that before America. Yeah, weirdly enough. Because we had the Negro Leagues, if you rem- uh, if you didn't know, uh, okay. it was a completely separate, you know, yeah. and unequal league. Um, and then you know Jackie Robinson obviously came about, and there you go. Um, and um, so the thing is, is that Latin American players made the N- N- MLB so much money, and guys like Ichiro that come from Japan, and like Shohei Otani. Um, and um, Hideki Matsui, like these Asian players come in and just boom in, in the MLB. Like Ichiro has like records on records and was like played for like nearly 20 years. Uh, I think he played actually, tw- I think he played 20 um, for the Mariners and the Marlins and the uh, Yankees. I think he played for briefly. Um, but he was, uh, so they, um, you know, they profit off it. And that's like we've talked about in sports. It's all about profit. So. I don't think it shook them up. MLB, I don't know if they ever had like a cap on how many foreign players you can have, but once they got integrated, it just kind of boomed for them. And now all the top players, for the most part, I mean, you have Aaron Judge, and you know, there's a lot of players American born that are great, but there's a lot of players historically. If you look at like David Ortiz and um, Ichiro and um, Albert Pujols and people like that, who are just these inc- uh, Jose Altuve from us, you know, Carlos Correa, you know, players that are, you know, foreign born and just take over and nobody cares like nobody and I, I mean i'm sure there's pockets of it but houston's embraced jose incredibly yeah. you know what i mean like we love that guy okay okay cool i just didn't know if that was like a, yeah. a big thing i'm sure i don't know enough about that here's my expert <laughs> failing i don't know enough about that but i'm sure especially when it first started there was a terrible period when the integration was hard as hell for those type of players. Yeah. You know what I mean? It led to Fidel Castro yeah. leaving yeah. and going to Cuba yeah. <laughs> and just running it. Exactly. Uh, I, 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 I also ask because I know that now there's uh, restrictions on Cuban citizens coming to play baseball in America thanks to some uh, rules put in place by the uh, government. Yeah. And um, I didn't know if that was more anti Cubans in America or more anti-Cubans in American baseball? It was very much... I feel like it's the former. I think it was the former, too. I think it was very much, we're not going to let Cuban players come over here and, you know, 
because that's just another thing to give to Fidel at that point, right? Like who's dead? Yeah, who's been dead? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fucking stupid. Because like we're not going after like Dominican players or anything like that. No. Yeah. Or J- Japanese. No. All right. Okay. Cool. So it's just Cuba. Yeah. All right. Question <laughs> three. <laughs> we hate Cuba. Have there been rules put into place that weren't the best fit and subsequently removed? Yeah, I want to talk about one that we, uh, like I mentioned, is about the strike zone. Um, this is pretty crazy, and I don't know if a lot of people know this. All the way up until 1886, so for a you know a good amount of time in the uh, ma- Major League Baseball, right? Batters could call their pitch. So before stepping into the batter's box, the batter would ask the pitcher for either a high ball or a low ball. <laughs> to qualify as a strike, a high ball needed to be over the plate and between the batter's waist and shoulders, and a low ball needed to pass over the plate between the batter's knees and waist. And the batter had to choose one or the other and couldn't change his mind during the middle of his turn. So he would just go and be like, give me a high one. And then they would give it to him and he would crack it out and be like, yep, love the high ones. <laughs> <laughs> and he would run out and the pitcher would have to go, okay. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Which is crazy yeah. uh, to think about right now. You know what I mean? It's like a defender in the NBA being like, shoot a three-pointer. And the guy would be like, I like to duck. <laughs> <laughs> no, three-pointer. I'm not as good as the, you know what I, mean? <laughs> I guess it's I guess it's actually the opposite. The guy going, I'm going to shoot a three. He goes, well, why don't you come in here? I'm, I'm a big guy. I can block your dunk. It's like, no, no, no. I'm going to shoot a three. <laughs> and then they do it. I made it. <laughs> Crap. Like, okay. <laughs> um, so in 1887, the high and li- low strike zones were combined into a single zone that extended from knees to shoulders. The strike zone is a thing that has been changed all the time. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, was constantly adapting and could forever. Um, currently, the official MLB rules the position. <sighs> The top of the strike zone is halfway between the top of your shoulders and um, the waist of the uniform. Okay? Okay. That's the top part. So your waist and the top of your shoulders. Okay? The bottom of the strike zone is not your knees because that would be too easy, but it's the hollow beneath the kneecap. Uh, Okay. So that little, you know, hollow back there, the bottom of that. Oof. Okay. So, right above your, your knee muscle. picked. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. That is the official strike zone now, and it could change at any point. Now, this is why strike zones are so crazy. That changes for every person. So, if you're a tall motherfucker or your batting stance is just a little bit not as squatty, like you're not Jeff Bagwell, like squatting down <laughs> there, you know? you have either a shorter or a taller strike zone, and you can change it by just changing up your position. And there's no, like, you know, four-by-six area. It's just, hey, and if you're a pitcher, you got to go, there's his knees, there's, okay, got to get in there. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's crazy. Um, and they change it all the time. So I mean, not all the time, but they've changed it historically many times, and it could change again. Um, so, yeah, that's something that, like, the high-low thing, I think is so funny, though. The high-low <laughs> thing, you said that was 1898? 1886. 1886. Okay. How old is baseball? So, baseball is old as shit. <laughs> 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 Gotta look it up? Uh, I'm gonna look up the exact day. I have a guess, but I um, honestly... I, I feel like it is the 1800s. I know it is the 1800s. Um, uh, so, Cause like, the Yankees but, like, started the MLB is... 1869, so that's already three, you know, like when you first made it the official, it's kind of like how, you know, 
I don't know. Profes- the first professional baseball game, the first official game of United States baseball, whatever it was, you know, was 1846. Okay. So for 22 years, I mean, for 20 years, that was the high-low thing. And I think that's very funny. I, I just think it's very interesting. I'm sure there's stuff out there. I'm sure Kim Burns talked about it in his documentary or something. But Kim Burns. <laughs> the, the 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 formation of the sport. Yeah. Like what what started from just like a couple of people being like, I bet I could hit well, this. Well, Abner Doubleday. <laughs> Is that the first <laughs> that, baseball that, man? That was the guy who created baseball. Abner Doubleday? Abner Doubleday. Why isn't it called Doubleday Ball? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. D- it wasn't d- Dr. James Basket. <laughs> Basket <laughs> Whatever, ball. maybe. It was Dr. James Naismith. Do you know why he decided to call it baseball? Because there's... Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> There's bases. But is it a chicken or the egg kind of thing? Where it's like, I'm calling it sackball. And they're like, why don't we just call these bases? I don't know. That's a good. Th- I, I would say that since they are a place where you hold up to be safe, yeah. they probably were like, those are the bases. They, maybe they called it safe base. ball. <laughs> Secure ball. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch me ball. <laughs> like how ball was always included. <laughs> it wasn't called bases. <laughs> I would have loved that. Bases, baby. Base game. <laughs> Can you we be the ace of the base? <laughs> ace of base. We should make a... Oh, I saw the song. <laughs> Pitch <Yeah>. perfect. <laughs> no, I... Shit tear, Anna Kendrick. I get Let's it. go back to the beginning. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> fuck, I had a joke. Sorry man. for trying to bring energy to this <laughs> podcast. All right, fuck off. Let's just move it along to the next question. Who decided the rules? A committee. Next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The MLB ru- playing rules committee. Okay. Next. And who is that made up of owners? Uh, former coaches, some owners, some former players. Joe Torre uh, is in it, who is a um, uh, ch- uh, champion uh, uh, Yankees uh they're not called coaches. They're called manager. So it's the manager, and then the rest are coaches. Oh. So the top guy is the manager because he also is responsible for wheeling and dealing the players as well as coaching them. And so finding someone to cover a shift uh, if somebody <laughs> no-call, no-shows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to call him, baby. <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, crap, Verlander didn't show up. Looks like I'm pitching today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's been a bit. <laughs> Ooh, it's been a while. Uh, okay, question five. What rules would you like to see implemented, or do you All think right. you are getting? So I didn't even get the question. Out. Yeah, keep, sorry. Keep or going. do you think the game is perfect? Game is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. But here is a debate that I would love to have with you, and I think I would know your take on it. But maybe I don't. But I literally didn't write anything down because this is one thing that I've thought about since I was a kid. They didn't have the technology for it, but I wonder now. The home plate umpire. He is a man who is sitting behind another man who is catching a ball. So already his sight line is crazy. And he, because he has to look around a person's flesh and Parachute pads style, and everything. Yeah. Yes. And he determines what's a ball and what's a strike. He's sitting there, and he's kind of he's like kinda huddled over, and he's kind of looking, and then he'll call it a ball. He's obviously in the way. <laughs> he's <laughs> literally right up on that guy's ass because he has to see ra- over him. Uh-huh. There is a technology that's constantly being developed 
Because, like, forever, baseball was, like, the last people to ever use any kind of video equipment to make calls in the game. Like, instant replays have just been allowed in baseball in the last 10 years. Okay. And that is, if somebody is, like, out or safe, they will now take a look at it, like they do in football or um, basketball, and they'll go, he was out. We looked at the replay. We saw it beforehand. It was gut decisions. There is a thing that's been for the longest time, which is, do we get rid of the home plate umpire and just have an electronic way to tell what a strike zone is and if they get strikes or balls? And you want to know what I think? I would love to know what you think. Ooh, okay. Um, I mean, if you want to get down to, like, the actual answer of did you win or not? Did you hit it or not? Um, did Are you safe or not? I don't see why a camera would not be a good thing. I could imagine it being very frustrating to a player. Well, there's also a thing that catchers do where they throw the ball and the catcher, as he catches it, will lift it up into the strike zone, thinking that, you know, hopefully, you know what I mean? Uh. I've noti- I remember when I noticed it once, I was maybe seven or eight, and I'm watching the Astros play some other team, and the other team's catcher caught the ball really low, but as he caught it, he moved his arm up and held it really firmly in a place, and they called it a strike. And I turned to my dad, a big baseball fan, and I said, that, he cheated, that's not fair. And the guy, and my dad went, everybody does that, that's just a, that's just a part of the game. And I went, hmm, hmm. hmm. So, if you're the commissioner, they come to you and they say, Commish, we're going to get rid of the home umpire rulings. We have this technology that's going to beep strike or ball or it's going to flash on like a screen to the side or something. Or a guy's going to look at it in a monitor and turn out and say ball or strike. What do you say? You're getting you're getting the sides of it, right? I am. You're getting the two sides. What, what are the two sides? I mean, the... the the easy thing is that, like, yeah, of course, have the technology. Yeah. So that way you it's know fair. for sure. It's, it's fair. fair. But also, that's how the game's played. Yes. It's a human element. Okay, that's exactly my point and why I would not want it, at least uh, for now. For now, na- okay. Maybe in the future, I don't know, if they find out a good way. To- my thing is, that's the human error element of it, is that everybody in this decision-making thing, before the instant replays came in, was a human. And... It's just like in basketball, they're never going to find a way to go, hey, that wasn't actually a foul. You know what I mean? Like, literally, in basketball, refs call fouls, and there's this new Twitter account sanctioned by the NBA that the next day will do a next day report saying, this foul wasn't right. They shouldn't have called this foul. This foul should have been awarded. This should have been three-point. And teams go, oh, cool, we would have won. And they do it after the fact because there's no way to do that in the moment of a guy calling a foul and then some guy rushing over to him and going, no, 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 no. And him going, no, 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 no. I feel like after the fact, it's pointless. Yeah. Like like you said, it's just more frustrating. So in the moment, yeah, I, I, I think I'm like 51% let's get the computers in, 49% let's keep the umpire. I'm probably, fi- I'm probably 60, 40 the other way. Okay. Because my thing is, it's also fun because – Connor, if you really want to go to Little Woodrow's and talk to somebody about a baseball game, that's going to be half of what you talk to them about. Ah, uh, yeah. That shit was a strike. Oh, my God. This, I'm fucking blind. 
That's half of it. Yeah. It's the commiserating. That's or even when it's against your team, you go, oh, shit, that strike zone's a mile wide. That's something to take into account is that, like, yes, there's a game. Yes, there are rules. But these are these are rules. These are not laws. Yeah. Like a video game. If we, once we finally get into esports, which I'm so excited, cool. video games have laws that cannot be broken. No, you can't do it. If if if, if you break that, the game is glitching and it's yeah. the whole thing's a wash. Yes. But here in live people sports, yeah, you have these rules that yeah. can be broken. Yeah. And you, no one has the time to like debate it for an hour and make a formal decision. Yeah. Um. Also, you know, like, hey, umps are people, man. They got jobs. Yeah. We don't want to cut these jobs. Some are crooked. Yeah. we. I wanted to get to that because we've seen – there was a recent big uh, debacle in a baseball game where an ump was – he ejected somebody Yes. Uh, for saying, like, hey, that's not a good call. And he was just like, I run this field. I run for Trump. Happens all the time. <laughs> happens all the time. Wow. And like but that guy in particular, well, an team, NBA he has a history of being an, an athlete. An NBA ref, um, Foster, uh, I think it was Scott. Uh, I forgot I forgot his first name. Foster, I think it was Scott Foster, which isn't the Scott Foster I referenced earlier, which is hilarious. He was uh, – I just watched this whole documentary about him. He was um, – you know, he was betting on games that he refed. So when one team started to get over the sp- – uh, get, you know, over the sp- uh, under the spread, he would call fouls. For them, so they would get a few free throws to get where, where he wanted on the spread. That's an argument for the computers. Like, d- but if a com- if literally if you but here's the deal. That sounds fine and dandy in fairness. But if there's no refs out there and a guy goes up and another guy hits him and there's a loud beep and you share f- that is a foul. People are gonna argue that anyways. They're not gonna. Yeah. G- they're n- nobody's gonna sit there. Everybody's gonna say the machines are off. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like no one's ever gonna be like satisfied if that's what we're going for. That okay. You know what yeah. I mean? That's that's the thing right now is that the technology doesn't work right now because people again, it's based on your fucking you know knee pit <laughs> and your fucking like shoulders, which change every time you get up to bat. It's never accurate. So that thing's trying to like like. There's no way. As you swing, your knees and, you know, uh, shoulders change. Yeah. There's no way. The, c- the technology would have to be Next impeccably. level, yes. Yeah. And then people would still say, this fucking robot's busted. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, oh, man. That's a very, very interesting argument. I, um, I, think, I think it's, yeah. I think for now... Keep them umps. Keep them umps. Umps in. You like the umps? I like the umps. I didn't say I like the umps. Ah, I'm saying gotcha. umps in. <laughs> oh, gotcha. You man. almost got me. Uh, Connor, I think we I think we pretty accurately you know, tackled it. What did you learn uh, about the rules? Well, I feel like I knew the most about baseball yeah. out of all the sports that we're hoping to get to. Um, I play a little league. Yeah. Other than uh, Oakland A's. There you go. Cleveland Indians. Okay. And you know the team that loved Bartman the most. The you were Marlins. a Cubby. I was the Marlins. Oh, you were the Marlins. Cubs hate him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sent him stuff. I sent him gifts. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> no, no, I did not. Uh, so I, I, I'm a little familiar with it. Um, I finally learned what K's mean. <laughs> yeah, he did it. And then uh, I learned a bit more about. You know what's cool about K's when they because they'll they'll rack them up yeah. on like the scoreboards. 
uh, they'll do one, two, four, five. <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> Very smart. <laughs> Good on them. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of changing the letter completely. Yeah, exactly. Like the 13th floor of a building. <laughs> exactly. Eh. Yeah, well, that one isn't, isn't real. Uh, and then I learned a lot about the strike zone. Yeah. Um, in a very interesting way of just like how uh, changeable it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, learned lots. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, Connor, um, as per usual, I have to test your knowledge of what you've learned. Okay. So, Connor, you are Connor Clifton, and you are going to be joining the Playing Rules Committee, and you're going to suggest to myself, Joe Tory. Three rule changes <laughs> that you think would improve the game. <laughs> Let's act it out. <laughs> Ready? Okay. Hey, Joe Torrey. Hey, Mr. Torrey. New up. York Yankees, baby. Pinstripes. Bronx Bammers. <laughs> we got it. Hey, What's your name? My name is Connor Clifton down here in uh, Houston, Texas. Connor Clifton, how you doing? I'm doing well, Mr. Torrey. How are you? I'm doing dandy. Connor. I need to ask, you, you can book, <laughs> what are three <laughs> changes to the rules of, you know, baseball <laughs> that you think we should implement? All right. For one, I think that we need to be a bit more flexible on the strike zone. Huh? Yeah. I, 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 what the I, fuck you say? <laughs> Beat him, Billy. All right, let him up. Let him up. All right, uh, this is all on the phone. You know so what we're just who, who are you shooting at? No. <laughs> all right. I, I was trying to send my boys in with Louisville Sluggers. <laughs> they, must have not, they must have got the wrong address. Who'd you beat up, Billy? Some guy in Arizona. <laughs> He's in Houston. <laughs> you absolute gabook. <laughs> you gabagool. <laughs> you absolute gabagool. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Clifton. That is a great first. What do you, what what about the strike zone? Should we change? Uh, I think we need to be a bit more lax in determining the strike zone oh. uh, because people can shift or uh, their body sizes are always different. Nobody's built uh, built the same. And then you know when you go up the bat, you let's say you're squatting low, you're standing high, you're on your tippy toes. The strike zone changes for all three of those. Mm. You ever seen the favorite? Yeah, yeah. Are you an Emma Stone fan? Because you sound like more of a wise guy. <laughs> <laughs> a real Rachel Wise guy. <laughs> oh man! Look, you're the MLB commission, but you should be. I'm not the commission. Oh, uh, I'm head of the playing rules committee. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> what do you got? All right, I think we need to have uh, a space within the field where if the ball goes in there, everyone gets free French fries. Free French fries. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, come on. The owners can pay for it. The stadium's g uh, generating revenue, and it can be so so small that it rarely, rarely ever gets in there. Mm, in the field. Friendship. In the field. What should the players surrounding the ball do <laughs> if it hits that? Do they still get to pick it up? Uh, they they can pick it up. Do it, they play on play it? It will likely. I like the way you work it. No diggity, <laughs> which is a solid reference. <laughs> sure is. Uh, Joe no. Tory, <laughs> sure is Mr. Tory. So it'll it'll go into like a tiny little slot about the size of the baseball, yeah. and it'll uh, go in like at a carnival. Oh, so okay. And what? it'll go winner, 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 and then uh, everybody gets winner, winner, French fry dinner. <laughs> That's it. Once a month, 
Could it be a tasty meatball sub? It could be whatever you want, Mr. Joe. <laughs> All right. Hey, by the way, I'll let you give your third rule, but only if you can spell my last name right. Okay. How do you spell Tori? <laughs> T O. Good. Good. R. Sure. R. Sure. E. You nailed it. <laughs> That's it. Give me a third rule. You're, 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 go ahead. Uh, my third rule. Yeah. Um, you're a real mensch. I'm Jewish too. Oh. I didn't know all these things about you. So you're Jewish and Italian. Yeah. You get to say uh, Yiddish and Italian slang. That sure you do. Up from both characters on The Sopranos. Yeah. Ash and Tony. I had Gabagool at my bat mitzvah. <laughs> My booby gave it to me. <laughs> My booby makes the best catch a Tory. And if you and if you and if you chase me out of this room, maybe you too could catch a Tory. And then my last rule. Yeah. Uh, Fuck yeah. <laughs> we need to replace the umps with uh, computers to monitor everything. Uh, It'll save you some money. I don't know about this. Well, what's the problem? It saves you money. The problem is I don't want a lot of beeping, booping bots out there stealing jobs from hardworking Americans. Oh, I didn't realize you were uh, a fan of the common man. I love the common man. <laughs> Common's my favorite rapper of all time. Oh, okay. <laughs> So why 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 do you want to keep him in? Well, I think Mr. Tory, I think he adds a lot to the overall community. I think your accent's slipping. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Calvin, <laughs> it's a great rapper. It's <laughs> <laughs> the Clifton. <laughs> I need you to get out of my office. You're one of them. You like the robots. <laughs> All right. I'm I, I here, fucking then. hate you. <laughs> this is like a real Mets fan. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. And I'm gone. John, I Gatti. hung up on the phone. <laughs> wow, Connor. <laughs> yeah? You really ripped that one. <laughs> you did a ripping good job. Thank you. <laughs> way, yeah. to, way, way to go. Connor, it's about time we exit this great <laughs> podcast. We really killed this one, man. We could have easily stunk up the place, but instead, we had a good Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, Connor farted <laughs> during that improv. It was real funny. Because I was laughing too hard. Oh, fuck me, man. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. All right, what's my homework? Connor, your homework is going to uh, dip in to the uh, uh, one of the sports we haven't covered, so we covered a little bit of basketball, a little bit of baseball. I want you to uh, go into uh, football now, and since you love talking about it, I want you to get We already did football, the 2004 NFL oh, there draft we go. with Eli yeah, Manning. Well, let's get into uh, another, uh, another one of those. I really want you to take a look at Spygate. I want you to look at the Patriots spying, um, and I want you to uh, tell me what you figure out. You got it. And uh, come, come out with, with some facts. Okay. You know, I want you to really cut through all the cheese that you might find. Fuck off. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next week. We love you. Thanks. <laughs>